And we're back. Episode 42, Cross Examine. Welcome. Uh, no, it, fuck you. It's, God, it's been a long week. Yes. We're sorry that uh, the last video. So, technically, when you watch this, this will be episode 42. It's coming. Everything's been coming out late. It's been hectic. We were we, trying. We went to a convention. We went to Anime Iowa. Anime Iowa. And we'll talk about that on the next episode, which, which we've already gonna- been... But we didn't yeah. have time to record this hey, Jesus, episode. How do you think AI is going to go? You know, I think we're going to have a wonderful I, time. I, I think we're going to leave early on Sunday. I think s- some people are going to snore way too <laughs> fucking loudly. I don't know why. Man, you don't sound salty about that at all. No, I'm only going to get my own room <laughs> next time. I, I think say, I'll sleep better. <laughs> you say that till it's like $500. You mean $500 and a good night's sleep? Sounds like pretty Please. good money to me. <laughs> You know what we should do next time? Uh, no, we'll talk about that in the next pod. Yeah, next podcast. Because next podcast will be a special. This week we were talking about uh, the B tier list. Or not B tier. I say that. It's the B list. Because mm-hmm. A list, we have a B list. Uh, B list this week is Tokyo Revengers, uh, which is continuing from last season. It's still one whole season. Yeah. Uh, Kobayashi, Dragon Maid. Slime, which is what Justin talked about. And that's season two, part two, right? Yes. And then uh, Girlfriend, Girlfriend. And to be fair, on Girlfriend, Girlfriend, we both only saw two episodes because we didn't do our homework too well, but we had a lot uh, to watch when we yeah, came we, back. Look, we had a lot to watch. Also, man, that show's real cringe, and I could only watch. I personally could only get through the first two episodes yeah, before I, I was to like, I have break. to take a break. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Battle Game in five seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh, we watched all those minus Girlfriend, Girlfriend again. We only saw two episodes, so hopefully next time we'll have to like make up for that mm-hmm. or maybe drop it for something else. And I don't know. Be determined. And if there are new episodes, we're only going up to episode like four, but Battle Game in five seconds only had three episodes yeah. when I watched it. Yeah, last for night. each of these, we're only going to episode four, which uh, Tokyo Revengers only had four. Uh-huh. Uh, Kobayashi had four exact. Slime, I don't know because that's all you. Sorry, audience, you have to. There's uh, something on yeah, it. Yeah, it's roughly three or four. Girlfriend, four. Girlfriend, I think, is on episode five. Yeah. And then Battle Game in 5 Seconds is 4 episodes. Mm-hmm. So everything's 4 minus 1. Uh, there's some shows that are weird that only had a few. But Tokyo Revengers. Uh, Yo, at Everything's first, crazy. <laughs> okay, so when they started the first episode of this part 2, mm-hmm. they really made it look like Takamichi was the leader of Division 3. And they're like, yo, here's the new leader of Division 3. And I'm like, wait, I thought we just picked a Division 3 leader. Yeah, I, I already had the assumption that uh, Kisaki uh, Teta was going to be uh, the, the head. He's kind of... The, they did that super annoying thing where in the opening and in the endings, uh, I think specifically it's in the opening, you see Kisaki wearing Tomen, uh uniform, and it's like, Oh, he's probably gonna like be Division Three head. So the yeah. of course the OP is slightly spoiler. Real, real quick with the name. So like their name is like the Mahjong Gang or whatever the what? Tokyo Mahjong Gang. Mahjong <laughs> Manji <laughs> Gang. Jeez. Listen, we had this conversation before, but then like when they say the abbreviation, uh, Toma Tomen. Well, sometimes I've heard them say Toma. Sometimes I've heard it say Tomen. I'm like, do they not know what they're doing? I mean. Whatever I think it's I mean the it's character. Yeah, slang character. also yeah. anyways so because they're trying to do that like gangster kind of biker gang accent, uh so this is episode fourteen to be exact, is where we're uh, starting on there, uh I I want to point out that Draken's on death row yes and it keeps throwing he's me bald. out <laughs> and now he's full on bald 
Also, that tattoo grew on him, like, perfectly, considering he got it when he was, what, 12? Yeah. And now he's, like, 20-something. I think he's 26 because he's supposed to be one year older than Takamichi. Uh, but, dude, that fucking tattoo is perfect. And every time I watch him, like, that tattoo would, that tattoo would never fucking do that at 12 all the way to... Because uh, he was big when he started, but it grew, like... To be fair, it's animated perfect. It should have been, you know, it would have been cool touch if they would have had it, like... Yeah... Some tattoos grow pretty well, especially how they're done. If it's proportioned well, it can size yeah. well as well. Um, it, it all depends. I know technically he hadn't gotten that much bigger, especially by the time we're introduced to him. So there's not going to be much of a difference from the younger self to the older self. Realistically, the only thing that would like truly change is the fading. Unless also, you got it touched up. So continuing in it. You know what my favorite part of episode 14, though, was? Uh, Can you guess? No. It's when, uh, after Takamichi punches Kisaki, yeah. because he's mad about it. That's not my favorite part. My favorite part is later when he's like, face or gut? And he's like, oh. And he's like, oh, it'll hurt worse if it's your face. I rec- Or no, he says, I recommend face. And then Takamichi says, gut. Tenses up his gut, which is immediately... Uh, Kisaki punches him in the face. And he's like, see, you tensed up your gut. Fucking idiot. So walks away. That's after he got his ass kicked by, uh, Baji. Yeah. I think that's how they say his name. I'm getting better. But at Tokyo Revengers. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Dude, the character design is actually pretty cool when they introduce, uh, uh, Kazutora. But I think they call him Kazu for uh, short. Or yeah. at least Mikey does. But, uh, uh, Takamichi calls pretty much everyone by their full name. Mm-hmm. which is still kind of a sign of respect. Mm-hmm. But, uh, dude, his tattoo is fucking cool as fuck. When they first introduced him, at first when they introduced him, I thought he was the head mm-hmm. of uh, Valhalla. That's who I thought he was in a younger self, but it, they're two separate people. Yeah. I, I, I recognized him instantly because Baji leaves uh, Toman and goes to Valhalla. That was like the big... Uh, secondary thing that happened during uh, I do like Kisaki's that biker name rec- uh, like uh, promotion in, into the yeah Baji kicks the fucking shit out of his vice commander yes all did spoiler as everything is to get into Valhalla to find out info because they're all trying to feel like get revenge on Kazu because we you find out later in episode what's the number 17 mm-hmm you find out how Mikey brothers die, how his brother dies. Like when you first see him, you're like, "Oh, that's Mikey's brother," and immediately just fucking like, whack bolt, uh, bolt cutters, fucking whacks him in the head. I'm like, "Oh man, there's no way that dude was gonna fucking survive that." Mm-hmm. Because also, they're tr- they're trying to get a bike for Mikey, yeah, which, which is a, which is super sad. Because were you? I was a little emotional about that. I'm like, they're trying to do something for nice for Mikey. Like Kazu really liked Mikey and was trying to commit like a pretty big felony. Yeah. I think, it, yes, it's sad. Also, the dude's crazy. It's like the level of rationale to go from like, oh, like Mikey would be happy about this. You accidentally kill his brother, and it's like it's all Mikey's fault. And yeah. it's like I I should kill well, Mikey. Be, and it's fair, like, okay. Well, the like, thing is, you're like a twelve year old that because he was twelve at the time mm-hmm. kills someone. Yeah. While trying to rob a store. Yeah, it's just the level of the like level reasoning. Of, the level of that. thought they put in the breaking into that store. Like, let me tape over the window and punch. I'm like, wow, they, someone on their staff is a criminal. I mean, it is a biker gang. 
Yeah. But uh, No, but uh, I actually looked up the bike mm-hmm. to see what the price is. So Mikey's bike is a CMB, or no, it's like a CM250. And then the CMB is like the actual bike. Because there's a scene where they're all on the actual bikes, but as Mikey's on a fucking moped. Yeah. Which is hilarious because then he runs out of gas. Which is kind of how this whole thing kind of spirals on the Mikey's backstory. Because there's been two episodes on the backstory of how mm-hmm. Mikey knows Baji and then uh, Kazu. Because the original Toman was uh, six people founded it. But then Mikey says only five. Mm-hmm. Then conveniently finds a photo of whoever. I assume. Baji uh, dropped it. Well, not Baji. I think uh, Takashi dropped it. Because Takashi was hiding. And Mikey never has that on him. I assume Takashi dropped it to try and help him. That's kind of my thought process. But it was pretty cool because then they try and steal a bike for Mikey as a gift, which is the CMB 250T, mm-hmm. which is a Honda bike. And I was looking up MSRP at the time. Like, to be fair, they were stealing a tricked out one, but still getting a non-tricked out one. It was like, it was only $3,100 when it came out. Yeah. Granted, but- that was 2003, so it's probably like a, six thousand dollar bike also they were like young teenagers like what who has like three thousand dollars when you're like 14 or 15 look if you're gonna commit a crime kind of (laughs) like that it's like Uh, i i for them it's like a good middle ground like it's a couple grand it is grand theft auto it's also i looked up speaking of bikes yeah fucking loud thank you what's up toman yeah no but uh i have no idea how to tell how long we've been talking about oh well might be long uh, but I was looking up other stuff cause I was real interested. Cause I was like, Oh, did they just make up a name? I was like, Oh shit. That was a legit thing. Mm-hmm. Then it looked up because Kazu only spent two years in jail for murder. Yeah. Uh, there's a, uh, I looked it up. Apparently it's, it happens a lot with children. Yeah. In, in Japan, there's, uh, a delinquent clause that if you're under like a specific age, your mental capacity and the actions on which you do, like you're not fully held accountable Compared to if he was like 18 or 19 and committed that, then he would probably be put on death row. So I was like, there's no way this would happen. Mm Because here you can, I mean, as a kid, you won't be death row. But here it'd be like, you know, like who are those two girls that murdered their other friend? Because they said Slenderman did. They they got what, like 15 years each? Yeah. But Uh, there I I think it depends on the situation. Because like that was an intentional, you know, murder compared to like... Uh, a robbing gone bad that like didn't you know was more manslaughter and no he purposely hit him with that shit no but i was besides yeah. the point i was just looking up like there's no way he don't get two years because i'm thinking in american terms i was like holy shit there's a lot of kids that have committed murder at age like 11 or 13 and only spent like two like two years seems to be the minimum mm-hmm. because they have a whole like doctor checkups you like they do a whole test to see if you're willing to go back into society mm-hmm there's a lot of kids that do like only two to six years. That's like when you turn 18, you get out. Now, granted, I'm not very well versed in Japanese culture, but if you're a felon in Japanese culture and you don't have a high school diploma, mm-hmm. you're not getting a lot of jobs. So going back into a biker gang makes sense for his character. So they're well thought out characters. Yeah. Also, the new uh, the new guy they meet, uh, Matsuno. Yeah. I don't, they gave him a nickname. Chifru is Chifru. how you pronounce his. Chifu, yeah, thank you. But yeah. he gives him a nickname and show, I think it's just Chifu or. I, I don't. I don't, I don't Shifu. know, Shifu. Kung Fu Panda reference. 
But nope, besides yeah, that, uh, apparently he's a super cool character. By the way, like he got his ass kicked the next day. He's like, "Yo, what's up?" Yeah. The, the I think that's the one thing that's slightly annoying with Takamichi is you just have those moments where it's like, do yo, something. Not even that. It's like remember things. You watch this man get his ass whooped yesterday. The um fucking Kastura. You see, there's a picture that you looked at. Yes, they're young, but there's a giant fucking neck tattoo. Yeah. It's like, remember the things you see. Why Why does everyone else have to, like, spell some of it's those stuff Japan. out for you? You see someone with a fucking tattoo like that on the neck, you're going to remember that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, it's just a couple of moments like that where it's like, bruh, if you, like had some ADHD medication, like everything would be solved way quicker. I get that you're under a lot of pressure and stuff, but fuck, like retain something. No wonder you were shit in school and became like a DVD salesman. Yeah. Shout out to the DVD salesman. <laughs> That's about it. Now the thing is the next episode's going to get fucking or the next couple. Cause they talk about uh what is it? Uh bloody Halloween. Mm-hmm. Is what it is, and it's like, yeah, it's a day Mikey went and fucking murdered a dude. It's like, yeah, murdered Costera. Uh, yeah, so it's like uh, that'll be interesting to see. Uh, I feel like it will turn out where uh, Takamichi stops him because mm-hmm. that's in the opening trailer. You see them walking with that yeah. same background. The well, there is like the big thing, real quick, and then we'll move on. Yeah, where it turns out because Takamichi goes back into the present and talks to Draken again on Death Row. And uh, Draken's like, oh, the the headless, you know, leader, because that's the big thing for Valhalla. Like, um, their jackets are cool it, as fuck. Yeah. It, it turns out, you know, it's actually Mikey. Like, he set up this whole thing, which it, the way it sounds is Mikey created Valhalla to get Kastara to join to eventually, like, get revenge yeah. on his brother. Because they mentioned Valhalla has a headless leader. Mm-hmm. Which is why the you know the, it's an angel with no head. Yeah, because Takamichi initially and like it's a very strong assumption, and it makes sense that it would actually turn out to be uh, Kisaki, because Kisaki was the one who basically pulled all the strings for Morpheus or Mobius uh, back when like they were being pill. found. Huh? I said red or blue. Uh, and, and did all of that, and the actual leader of Mobius is basically, like, absolutely in fear, like, openly admitted that he set up to try to kill Draken, like, all of the stuff, and it's like, uh, the Haji? Haji? Uh, oh, sorry. The dude yeah. with the two hand tattoos, and yeah, is currently, he's like, yeah. The head of uh, and face of Valhalla. Acting, acting head of Valhalla. Yeah, is, like, good friends with Kisaki. And, like, there, there's that entire, like, rapport there. So it's, like, uh, one of those weird things where I, I feel like there's the situation where both instances are true. Mikey started Valhalla to try to get revenge on his brother because he knew that eventually, like, Kisaki would join a group because it's already a lifestyle you're used to. It's easy to go to that stuff. And then uh, Kisaki in the background is actually pulling more of the strings, similar to how in the future timeline, Tomen is basically just ran Listen, by Kisaki always. So, oh, the last thing I got to say is every time Takamichi goes back in time, it just gets more and more fucked up. Yes. 
It went from girlfriend dead, stop this guy to, oh my God, fucking re-zero timeline. Yeah. Uh, no, but the second show we were watching this season, Kobayashi's Dragon Maid, which, God, it's so sad to watch. Like you, what was it? I even wrote it down. Hang on, let me pull it up. Uh, I do want to say it's season two, episode one through four is what we talked about. Mm. Um, also, Comet is so fucking adorable. <laughs> like, it, oh, remember the Maid Cafe episode? Where literally Kana's, there was an episode where they were at a That's maid cafe. Uh, first episode. Uh, is that first episode? Yeah. Uh, yeah. First episode. Yeah, because I wrote Kana's so fucking cute. To be fair, I wrote that like eight times because it kept getting like more and more adorable. But they're at a maid cafe. Uh, there's a case down there, so yeah, kick. I've noticed. Yeah, it just had to go there. Uh, besides that, uh, they're at the cafe. Kana's sitting at her table and like a maid drops off like her drink with a little mm-hmm. like umbrella in it. Maid's like, Magic spell, make delicious. And Connor's drink, she's like, so good. And I'm like, oh my God, it fucking melts me, dude. It fucking melts your heart watching how adorable Kana is. Because Kana's still like the biggest secondary character in the show. Because obviously Kobayashi and Toru. Mm-hmm. I just realized I keep spelling her name wrong. I do it T-O-H-R-U when it's T-O-O-R-U. Besides that. Uh, but uh, Toru and Kobayashi are your two biggest characters and Kana used to be the biggest secondary character. Mm-hmm. Now your biggest secondary secondary character is Ilulu. Yeah. Ilulu. Or it's pronounced something kind of like that. Um, also, they do explain why her body portions are out of this world because everyone bitched about it. I saw on Reddit for the first episode like so unrealistic. It's like, listen, it's a dragon body into a human form and that's why she still has hands and feet which is just an excuse for giant tits mm. but it's like if she gets any smaller her boobs are gonna get bigger which leads me to the funniest part so far is kobayashi's like man can you just give me five percent of that <laughs> yeah the there's been really good quips in the show uh kobayashi flat <laughs> i i also have uh enjoyed like it, it's kind of nice um, some of the more like humble stuff in that show, like the quips are always good. They're they're fairly yeah. funny, but like, you know, uh, for me, one of the funniest bits is Il- 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 Yeah, Ilulu. Uh, oh, she, I guess who's correcting who now? Uh, well, I shut up. Sorry, um, I forgot to check what time we started this on. Yeah, it's We're fine. Good. Uh, she turns uh, Kobayashi into to a, a man. man. Oh my and god, that was fucking hilarious, dude. Yeah. So that was first episode too. That was at the end of it, wasn't it? Uh, well, uh, she turns uh, at the very end, but all of episode two, or at least that first like, um, scene section before they do the transition in, into like a different uh scene, is just the focus on like. The fact that she is a man and it's like waking up and like trying uh, Kana's to in bed and it's like, eh. <laughs> or, or, or Kobayashi is naked. She's like, huh? yeah, I got beef with that. Like they literally throw like men in the bus. It's like, oh, horny. <laughs> yeah. No, the best part was uh, before she turns into her man, <laughs> when Lulu shows up, it's like, why do you hang out with Kobayashi so much? She makes you horny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kobayashi's like, no, what the fuck? It was hilarious when Kobayashi finds out she's had a, had a dick and then she like fucking literally roofies her and she's like, we're going to make so many fucking babies. Right. God. Also, Ilu shoots like fire from her tits. No, that's just where the power comes from. Listen, man. <laughs> I, I do kind of like her, not tip, but her like character design face wise. It mm-hmm. is it, like 
some of these other characters like uh, Rico and Shota, they have a, like if you were to switch hair, they'd have a very similar face. Mm-hmm. Uh, even like some of the other people kind of have similar eyes and face, but that's still kind of off the original. Yeah. At least hers is more of an original. I mean, for the most part, all of the dragons specifically are yeah. super unique. And then most of the human ones look kind of meh. Uh, also, Kobayashi, uh, not Kobayashi, Toru taught everyone in the maid cafe dark magic. Yeah. And when uh, Fafnir mm-hmm. got it right, I practiced that today. Fafnir <laughs> and Makoto. Listen, man. Fa- uh, Fafnir and Makoto mm-hmm. fucking go to the cafe and they're literally sitting there like, man, this food's going to be so good. And Fafnir is like, man, this is dark magic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the. The other thing I wanted to, uh, God, why can't I think of it? Uh, I looked this up because I noticed it and I've seen it in some other shows, but I've never seen them actually pull the pin. Mm-hmm. Apparently a security buzzer is a legit thing. Oh yeah. Like in the second episode where Kobayashi, like it's even in the, uh, opening mm-hmm. where they have a picture of it. And they're like, they're like Kana's holding it. Right. Yeah. And Kana has one too on her bag, which is actually really adorable. And it's, and I was like, why isn't that really a thing here in the US? Now granted, you know, Stranger, stranger, I don't know you, and then people will look. Mm-hmm. But still, that's a very cool thing because I went to go look one up because I was going to buy one as like a gift for like you and I. It'd be a cool thing on the set. Motherfuckers are expensive. There's like some high end ones. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, plus 20 decibels. I'm like, that's a lot of shit. Like a 20 decibel one? I mean, the, that's what it's meant for. It needs to get yeah. people's attention. And they have like reusable ones. I'm like, I hope you never have to like use a reusable one. I see the you know, idea of it. So, you mm-hmm. know, if the pin accidentally gets pulled, cause there's all different ones. There's like pin ones or flashlight combo ones. And it was like, it's a really cool thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what it was until, uh, Kobe was like security buzzer go and throws it at the fucking dude. Also that dude got his, yeah, that dragon dude that kind of, is that hunt, there, dragon hunter. Yeah, yeah. He, they give you no details about him. I assume yeah, he'll show he's up. Also later. a dragon, by the way. Yeah. It he was like, going to kill a Lulu and it's, I just love Kobayashi and how nice she is and how mm-hmm. much she takes care of it. Also, it's pretty sad watching this too because I had that moment like the last episode. Uh, I even wrote it down. Uh, why can't I find it? I know it was just kind of sad watching it because Kobayashi's like, oh, you know, we work together as a team. I care about my team. And then you're like, oh, Kyoto animation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Ilulu's backstory is also kind of sad, by the way, because they've shown some of the flashbacks, and it's like she used to be friends with some of the kids, and it's very apparent that like her parents basically lied to her and like murdered everyone, and eventually yeah. there was enough backlash that like, they got murdered, and yeah, it was like, a thing of, I mean, that's kind of a thing that happens in a lot of mm-hmm. like kind of seems like lore. It's whoever's perspective you're looking at because she gets real sad to kobe actually you know trick me one more time it's like oh because she's still a child basically Mm -hmm. she's the same as like kana like high functioning children because they're dragons yeah uh i think she's like cut or no she's she and kana are the same age no her and toru are oh her and the toru that's right uh it's just toru is much more uh adept and like skilled yeah so also, the animation is still very on point because at the end of episode one, we can't read Japanese, but someone pointed out that the Japanese still gave credit to like the director mm-hmm. of the first season because he directed the first episode or he did the first writing of it and then the whole thing happened. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, also, Monop- I wrote that Monopoly still kills friendships. Yeah. Even. Uh, I, I thought it was kind of nice because there's the, the specific episode where like, or section of an episode, I think it's three, where Toru's trying to figure out hobbies. And, oh, that's right. Uh, I forgot about that. Was a, in, in the background. Oh, no, you mean, uh, Ilulu. oh, no, yeah, no, yeah, it's sorry. Toru. Because so. she's like, Lulu was trying to figure out what Toru was doing, is what I'm yeah, thinking of. Because, uh, Toru, like, she even wrote, I'm, <laughs> I'm a housewife at home that has yeah. a part time job. Uh, Toru's is very good at, uh, guitar, wood carving. Like, what if you very good? She was stuff. like a fucking pro. Yeah. And then she's like, maybe I'll be an idol, but on the TV is the original, uh, season one yep. OP. And it was like, oh, it's so nice to hear it again. I'm gl- I'm glad they put it somewhere. Someone did that on YouTube. They did the dance that they did there, which mm-hmm. is pretty cool. I love how philosophical the fucking old dude was. It's like, oh, you were playing it, but you were just playing the notes. And I was like, man, what kind of your lie in April shit is this? <laughs> you had no heart. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot that happened, and it's been strong. Mm. This will probably be one of the top ones of the season. It's kind of uh, hard to be. It'll be. It, it's super niche though, and it is a season two, so like, yeah, I don't know. It might be right could, there in the middle. It's very good though. Also, that girl, uh, Elma, is bribed mm. so easy with food. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It's like, oh, save the city, and I'll give you fucking like, what'd she say? Like, uh, deluxe pudding. And she's like, mm-hmm. <gasps> deluxe pudding. All right, uh, move on to that uh, time I got reincarnated as a slime. Yep, that's all you. Uh, yo, this one's going to be easy as, as you it go, gets. In case you need characters. Uh, <laughs> so anyways, literally like the last three episodes has just been diplomatic discussions. Like that's so fucking boring. literally that's all there has to be. There has to be something big coming up then if they're just, yeah, being I mean, they're talking about like going to war with other demon Lords and stuff. <sighs> Can and I say like, something real quick? Hmm. I forgot to mention something for Tokyo Revengers beach episode. Continue. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, it was, it was a beach episode. You can't expa- escape the beach episode. Continue. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's literally just been like a lot of diplomatic talking. You, you just have those moments where it's like, all right, so my plan is this. And then another leader from a different country kind of shows up. Like the uh, Dwarven King eventually shows up and he's like, oh, I've came to help. And it's like, well, we're already done. And then someone else shows up and it's like, I've came to help. And I sent, I have six men with me. And it's like, cool, well, we're already done. And that was a thing for like a moment. And then like eventually there's enough people that they have to move from like the main office to literally like an outdoor pagoda and like have the diplomatic conversation there and it's like oh by the way this is the you know dragon vela uh and it's like you mean the one that was like sealed away that's just the dude over there like you want to like explain more and the oh they were pulled aside discussions between some of the like nation heads where it's like you want you want to like explain explain because like things are getting weird <clears throat> so yeah it's there's been only discussion and m- at one point there was like an onsen scene that's like the last three episodes they're gearing up for war that's it we can literally move on <laughs> I was going to say uh, I mean, the diplomatic talk is kind of cool, like seeing some of that stuff, but like 
really it's not a lot. One suggestion I have for the next thing we're going to talk about is girlfriend, girlfriend. Mm-hmm. We might switch it out for considering we've only watched two episodes of that. And this literally just started. It's 20 episodes. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh God, this is all in Japanese. Uh, oh, me. Uh, nope. It, it's going to be right there. The great, uh, the great J will not be defeated. That mm-hmm. literally just started. I've I seen wanna, a picture of her slapping a big tittied woman. Yeah, that was one of the things. Um, one of the things this season, it feels like it's like slime's an eight point four three. Slime is an eight point three for this season, and I literally just went off about three episodes of diplomatic discussions. Yeah. This is how fucking people are like. I mean, it's still a good show. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good to keep watching. They give it an eight point four for this season, part two. But there's a lot of shows like we're watching a battle game in five seconds. That's like almost just a seven, and then mm-hmm. like girlfriend, girlfriend. Is below a seven, and holy shit, does it not deserve anything above this? I mean, yeah, it's listen. The whole plot of the show is, uh, wait, pulled up because I remember how to pronounce her name. Uh, so Saki. Mm-hmm. Also, its name. Her name is Saki Saki. So, yeah, why not? <laughs> it's just fucking dumb. So Saki, that's our technical main girl that you're following because they make it start like you're watching now. Mm-hmm. They make it look like he's the main character, but Saki's really kind of the main character, but they kind of follow all three of the people. So Saki, Nagasi, uh, Nagisa, sorry, and then uh, Nao. It starts with him being confessed to, and he's like, I already have a girlfriend. Then they give you the background of Naoya, or Naoya, is uh, dating Saki, right hair girl, mm-hmm. and they're talking about their whole kind of love relationship. He all throughout middle school was proposed, like asking to go out with her, asking to go out with her. And finally she's like, yes, they're both happy. And then Nagisa offers the dame. She's like, please go out with me. And being the fucking dumbass he is, he's like, oh yeah, it should be fine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're so, uh, you're so I have nice. a girlfriend. Oh, it's fine. But I still want to date you. Would you be okay with like, like who the fuck asked that shit? Like I'm dating someone. Let's date a second person. And Saki, which, keep in mind, you find out in episode two, they haven't even kissed. Mm-hmm. I, you should have just dumped his ass. You're good enough looking that you could find a new boyfriend in maybe like 10 fucking seconds. That's why this show should be like a five. It shouldn't even be a 6.59. Yeah, it's it's pretty... Dumpster fire. Yeah. The uh, thing is, I think people like trashy. it because there's some tropey stuff in there and people love to hang on to it. Even the animation of their face... It looks like good animation, but it's okay animation. I mean, I, when I've been through two episodes, so I can't say much, but it's like, Jesus Christ. Like, Saki is okay with this. She's like, okay, we'll try it. And then, like, this dude's dating two girls. He's acting like he doesn't know what he's doing. And also, you know who he reminds me of? Hmm. Ida. He's got very much a personality of Ida. Yeah. Um, it's God, it's per- such a first fucking, like... So far, the the only thing that I like about the show is Saki's voice actress, uh, because she plays hey, uh, Sakura. Yes, she plays Ochiko in oh. My Hero, Futaba in My Hero Academia. She's uh, Hina in The Day Became a God. Uh, very good voice actress. She's also what does the main voice of. Uh, Char- and Charlotte and a bunch of other stuff. Very good voice actress. Um, 
that's basically the only reason I was like, yeah, I'm cool with her yelling and like listening to that. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of all I I got for it though. Oh, the girl for Nagisa is Hinata, Tokyo Revengers. Oh, I wonder if it's the same. Is it the same studio? Sorry, I'm trying to see. Because a lot of the time, uh, who does it? Producers, uh, whatever. I got to click back on this. Uh, I I do know the, I did see that the white haired one is done by Ray uh, Tachibana, who is Megamine and. uh, We got to keep watching this now. um, She's also uh, ReZero Amelia. And like fucking a bunch of other people. Also, so. in episode one, there uh, there's literally a scene where they're both just naked in the bath. I'm like, come on, mm-hmm. at least cut down the fan service. I understand what the show is and what people are there to kind of watch it for. <laughs> yeah, oh well, to a certain degree, it's just that level of like, yo, if you're gonna be trashy, don't like steam up the whole room and make it like, yeah, yeah, make it a little more revealing if you're gonna be that. Yeah. Uh, but one thing don't, I, don't try to draw a line. One thing I just hate is how okay she is with it. Cause you mm. would, you would, you won't see this in like, listen, I'm not saying if you're dating, you know, fuck you. Actually, if you're dating two girls at the same time, more than likely you're either like trashy, mm-hmm. but if we knew some trashy people in high school that two girls were okay dating the same guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they were pretty trashy people. I mean, if they are consenting, yeah, it's just so in this case, it feels like Saki's more pressured to do it. So, yeah, like, like I don't get his whole character because he realizes some things mm-hmm. that are pretty blatant, but he doesn't realize other things that aren't blatant. Like, my goal at the end of this, also, she spent fucking $500 in a bento box. Yeah, I'm gonna see it. Yeah, uh, she also skipped three months of school to, to learn, learn how, how to, to cook. cook, work out, clean, like. Uh, Jesus Christ. The only thing I would hope for this show is at the very end, uh, Saki and... Uh, Nagasa? Yeah. Both of them. And if uh, I keep saying Nagasi, like yeah. S-E, but Sa. I don't quite have the I hope the they get together because she's already admitted. Yeah. She's like, yeah. I, do, I have these Fucking feelings for a woman. Dump him and then they get together and that's the happy ending. It'd be perfect. Uh, that would be perfect, especially if he like went for someone else. Yeah. Or... Oh, got hit by a like, fucking so happy. truck coon. I don't give a shit. The dude's worthless. Yeah. Uh, it, ugh, God, it's such a garbage show. Also, isn't that the dude that does the voice of, like, he's been in so many stuff. Like, literally, I think he's in Your Lion April and, like, The Day Became a God and all of that. Dude, The Day Became a God is fucking sad. I'm scrolling through it real quick. He's in JoJo. Jojo. He's literally fucking the main character of... In Jujutsu Kaisen. He's a Dory. What the fuck is wrong with you, dude? Pick one woman. <laughs> oh. It's Rengoku's yeah. brother. Yeah, like, he's been in so much stuff. Every so often, he just chooses really... He's like, a Reiner Reiner. What the fuck are you doing? He's not a small voice actor by any means. No. Oh, look, he's now some... Come on, dude. Yeah. yeah, it's a bunch of stuff like that where it's like, okay... It's actually kind of crazy how some shows, like last season, mm-hmm. man, I just realized I yelled real loud into the mic, and I'm going to have to fucking edit that later. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Peaking. Mark. No, but it's real weird. Like, last season, we saw a whole bunch of first-time voice actors, mm-hmm. 
And now this season, we're seeing a lot of like big names. It just seems like we cycle back and forth. Yeah, but they they keep choosing real uh, trashy stuff. <laughs> Fucking chose to VA. Yeah, but um, besides that, listen, man, if you want to watch a trashy show, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I ain't going to stop you. But the other big show, which at first I regretted my pick on this because the mm. animation was kind of meh. But mm. after about 10 minutes, I was like, holy shit. Uh, it's Battle Game in five seconds. And I keep wanting to say Battle State Games because Tarkov is Battle State Games. So I keep uh-huh. like trying to stop myself. Don't play the game. It's trash. That's me because I hate it. <laughs> uh, but so we watched episode one through four. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's weird. So let me scroll down to the characters. So it's still kind of weird because you've only met a few characters. There's really only three main characters. Yeah. You have Mion, which is the girl that basically kidnaps uh, Akira. In, like everyone. Fantastic name. Listen, as for, the first time I heard Akira, I was kind of spaced out. I was like, wait, they talk about like Akira, the movie? I like, know oh, it's Akira from school. Uh, and then Yuri, mm-hmm. which I mean, kind of me. Her backstory is bad. Sad. Yeah. It's super sad. But uh, so basically uh, it starts out really weird as in they introduce him as a very good video game player strategist. And I'm like, oh, so he's going to suck at school life. But apparently he's really good at school life too. Yeah, yeah he's, like he's just good at everything. Good at memorizing the schoolwork. So he basically he, gets top marks. But yeah, his main... but he treats everything like a game and a strategy. Like Even when this random monster pops out mm-hmm. trying to kill him like, this is kind of how it starts, which I think is the test to see if they're worth it or not. Uh, well, for some, because Yuri fucking... Yuri was just straight up murdered. Yeah. Well, we never saw her hit the ground. Oh, come on. <laughs> I don't know, also, at the very end, we're jumping the gun a little bit. Uh, the episode three has like basically a team battle thing. There's a fucking dude over in the corner, and that totally has to be the one that like pushed her over the edge. Did you not watch the... There's not an episode four. Yeah, there is. Uh, it only came out today then. Oh, I watched it. Do you want it, me to talk about it then or are we? Uh, go to only episode three. Oh, Because episode four would have been released in the morning or something because I didn't watch that. Oh, episode oh. three, it only came out by then. Do you have to talk about episode three then so I don't jump the gun on that then? All right. No, but, uh, but... I'm fairly certain. So, okay. So Akira and then Yuri, mm. or Yui, uh, Yuri, is the two main characters. Because you get to see both their backstories, basically. You don't see too much of Akira's backstory. You just kind of see how he starts his day. But you mm-hmm. see a fuckload of Yuri's backstory. Yeah. Holy shit, is it sad, dude. Yes. Also, real quick, Akira, what kind of bullshit game doesn't allow you to move up the leaderboard if someone dude, disconnects? that's what everyone fucking commented. That was like the biggest comment on there. It's like, yeah. man, this fucking game developers suck if they leave the game, you don't move up. Yeah, well, that would be the absolute worst game design. Oh, I'm about to lose my rank? Fucking disconnect. Yeah. Why? That hey, keep an eye bullshit. out for the next video of competitive chess we're putting out. No, God, no. Uh, no, but, but yeah. yeah, besides, uh, we regress. Di- digress. 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 How do I say regress? Uh, no, but at first, I didn't like the animation. I thought it was pretty bland via eye style because they mm. do that thing where it's like, you know, one color eye with three lines and it like fades on the outside. But it, it works later on for how they do it because you're not getting a shitload of close up or sorry, a whole bunch of close up shots. Mm-hmm. Uh, but basically, they selected a whole bunch of people at random to compete in this. We think it's more of a tournament because they didn't say there's only going to be one leader. They just say people are going to fight each other with these special powers. 
And basically, their life in the outside world, they're dead. Mm. They've been pronounced dead. No one knows they exist here. So any kind of murder or crime that they commit while using these powers that they've been injected with or been given, Mm -hmm. uh, it it doesn't matter. You can commit murder while in the fighting arenas, and it won't matter. Mm -hmm. And I thought immediately this was going to turn into like, uh, you said you've seen uh, Darwin's game. Yeah. I thought it was going to be something like that, but they only compete against each other in like this context compared Mm -hmm. to Darwin's game, which is more out. Yeah, and And specifically, like, Darwin's game, the power that you're given, you can basically use any time. You are heavily restricted with handcuffs that are locked like this, and and only when that five-second timer. That's why they call it battle game in five seconds, because you meet up in the arena. Mm -hmm. Like, they walk you to it, because you're basically confined to this room, and you have these cuffs on you, and they said when they turn green, that means in five seconds the game's going to start, and you can fight. So that's why battle game in five seconds starts in five. Mm-hmm. And like the first guy, uh, Akira fights is, uh, uh, but Madoka. Matoka. Madoka. Sorry. I, it's I have an angle. Ma- it, yeah. yeah. It, it's more. It, it threw me it. off. Cause I keep thinking Madoka as a Madoka Magica, mm-hmm. which I don't get why he doesn't have a color character design. I don't think this is as popular as some of the other ones. Uh, I mean, it is based off of a manga. Yeah. So, so Madoka, yeah, he, he the and them fight. Link is there. Yeah. So Akira's special power is illusion. Basically, that can actually do some stuff. He has to set up the illusion ahead of time. Uh, Akira's? Yeah. yeah. Specifically, his ability is like whatever they think it's going to be. So yes, it is an illusion, but like it's an illusion with this extreme condition that they have to to like think it's something which works in his favor because he's a really good strategist yeah and madoka's ability is to turn a stick into a sword and with a caveat well uh, an extra like thing because that's been the big thing lately is they keep throwing the twist in yeah that they they reveal part of it because like in his case oh i can turn a stick into a sword yeah that like can literally slice through it anything and they don't reveal that till Mm -hmm. episode three yeah when he gets in the fight with a ball girl i don't know her name i didn't write down any of their names because they all just seem like very secondary characters Mm -hmm. which apparently ringo is not gonna be because she's on this list yeah but uh it was really weird like, it's cool because they have this power, but then there's a big twist to it. Like, it's just not an overwhelming power. Like, uh, Yuri's power is she can, uh, her strength is quadrupled, but there's, like, kind of a downside of a, uh, what was it? Like, it's hard, it's very hard on her body. Yeah, which it you haven't can s- be if yeah. she's not, like, careful. And then some people just get fucked over with their power, like that guy that can turn a button into a rope. Mm-hmm. Which someone in the comment section of Crunchyroll was very adamant about how that is very useful, and I was like, "Listen, man, I, I would be curious, like in in his case, because the guy seemed kind of genuine, but I wonder what, like, if that was only a portion of the power. Like, what if the button could turn into a rope, but the rope could like act as like a whip or be controlled in some way? Yeah, like the, because you don't there's know the always full. been those extra. Because it could have been a like, thing where like. You know, Madoka's thing, he can turn a stick into a sword, and then you see later in episode three where he can break off part of it and turn that into, like, a knife. So it's not Mm -hmm. a full-on sword. It's just basically any bladed object. Yeah. So I wonder if it was the button could have turned into a rope, but also could have turned to anything that's, like, string 
related. So maybe like a whip or mm-hmm. maybe like a steel cable even or yeah. something. That'd or be heavy if, as shit. Yeah, but or if he specifically like... Like there's... Could uh, control the, the rope to a certain degree where it'd be super easy for like, let's say, to hang someone. It would only take like a split second. Like who knows? Yeah. Uh, it seems very like very much that a lot of the abilities are tailored towards like individual strengths. Yeah. Um, you know, Even or like, like to a certain degree, some of their weaknesses that they can play as the strength, like Yuri, she's always had a level of like feeling weak and not having control. And now like she, she has a lot, like yeah, she has like the so strength even made, to do things. I think you're right. They've made a point of like, tailoring the strengths Mm -hmm. to theirs like even shins his uh ability is be invincible for two seconds is his ability and then ringo which you're gonna meet in episode no she was yeah she was in three yeah because she immediately goes i surrender because she's like i tried copying his powers and it didn't do anything it's like uh, you didn't copy it at the right time as well (laughs) yeah well, then, like, we still don't know the extent of, like, how many times can you use it? Like, mm-hmm. Akira can keep using it. Yuri's been able to use it actually a little bit more. So mm-hmm. now it's going to come down to the thing of, like, like, Madoka can use his. So can Shins be invincible for two seconds, but every two seconds you have to be like, activate, 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 activate. Because the other guy mm-hmm. um, in episode three, the one that touches the ground, we don't know his name because he's a very, very minor character. You know, he can only block the shots or nullify someone's power mm-hmm. if he's touching the ground. Like, that was part of his thing. Remember that? He was like, oh, because he puts his hands up. It's like, oh, you can only activate your powers when you're touching the ground. I think that's episode four. Sorry. Hey, man. I said to episode four. It literally didn't air until today. Fake news. Also, who's the, is Yang that red hair chick? Yeah, uh, probably. Oh, wow. Uh, mm. Uh, go to the actual, like, uh, sorry, we're trying to figure out, well, you saw episode three when, uh, rope dude was fighting Rin, you mean? Rin? Yeah. Yeah. So when a rope guy's fighting Rin and it's like, okay, we'll toss a coin and whoever loses will surrender. And as soon as the coin's coming down, he just gets stabbed a shitload of times for just like, eh, didn't want to take a chance. Mm -hmm. Like he should have seen that coming because they've said murder is illegal. Also, he said, like, kill them if they have the chance. Yeah. Also, uh, we'll try and sum it up real quick. Uh, Yuri's backstory, I want to talk about that because that's the real interesting thing. She's had a dark backstory because, like, everything's up to luck with her. What does she specifically say? Yeah, it's like she always gets a bad random luck. happenstance, basically. Yeah, and everything that random happens is just terrible. Like, as a kid, her mother said, oh, I wish... You know, like, if I want to have randomly had you, mm-hmm. dad, you know, dad ruined ran life, like dad left. Yeah, like the mother blames her daughter. Pretty basic for anime, main character girl kind of stuff. And then like uh, when she tries to pet that dog, gets mad. Gets mad. Yeah, gets mad at her. And then like when she meets that guy mm-hmm. that turns out to be a pervert stalker. and a stalker. Yeah. Yeah, then starts stalking her and she's like, screw this random chance bullshit. Because she's always getting the sh- you know, short end of it. Mm-hmm. And then it leads her to the big reason why she actually wants to make it out of this competition, which it seems like every few episodes here reveal why someone wants to. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yuri, 
Yuri's mother is dating some other dude that Who also has absolute a, piece of shit. Yeah, you know, think about a fat bastard in a hentai. That's what he looks like. I mean, the, the, ugly bastard. No, that's the guy that she fucking beat the shit out of. The other guy was also, ill. Yeah, but besides that, uh, then you find out like this guy also has a daughter, mm-hmm. and basically her mother and the guys, and the other guy she's dating. Have just like basically thrown away that both their kids and they're just like ah oh, you take care of her while we're gonna do whatever, and then Yuri starts to develop this relationship with this kid which I don't remember her name Minata, maybe that's what it is. Um, if you feel, I'll figure it out. Yeah, uh, it it's I think it's that. Uh, but like they they've developed like a little bit of a relationship and even um the first time uh. That I don't have it written down. Yeah, uh, like me they like sleep kind of like in the same room. The they bathe together and uh, even eating. Yeah, she, the kid hadn't eaten all day. Like no one's been there since they they left. Well, you can that tell that morning. kid like is basically being starved and collected. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they build up this thing of this is a sister relationship. Is now what yeah, it feels like. And the, when they go to take a bath, there's a lot of fog over it, which was partially because, you know, little girl kind of thing. Yeah. But uh, people are speculating, and it's very easy to, like, Scars tell or... that there's bruises there. Like there's... Yeah, because they focus on the back, and that's mm-hmm. when she has, like, that oh, my God situation. Yeah. So it's a kind of cool thing where, like, I don't really care if anybody else lives. Fuck him, but as long as Yuri lives, because it's like she mm-hmm. needs to save that other little girl. Uh, but then the other big thing I want to point out is she gets a real big short in this thing because she like gets in a fight with this other dude in this big. When I said that ugly man takes bastard, his pants off. Yeah, there is ugly bastard, and you get a full on like ass shot of him. Like he takes his pants off. His power is I can smell people's condition. He's like you're a virgin. It's like well, why is this in here? Like. And then he basically proceeds to also that dude's real fucked up. Cause he even have like a whole scene where like he's hiring like underage prostitutes and like the prostitute tries to blackmail him for, and he murders her. Yeah. For $2,000. He's like, I'm not that happy. She's like, Oh, and then he just murders her. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like super, like there's scenes in the show where like when they're in the room, when they're about to fight as a team, it's like, Oh, we're going to joke about, you know, stuff mm-hmm. and be friends. Like, oh, kind of cool. It's that same thing as uh, Peach Boy Riverside. Huh. Real serious. One second. Next second, not. Mm-hmm. Also, she's a badass. She literally just like crushes his arm. Yeah. And I was like looking this up. I'm like, she wouldn't have to have been really strong to begin with because quadrupling the power, it's like, uh, that's I, a lot. I think specifically one of the things that may affect, because like I said, there's always been some like level of like other like aspect. Maybe there's even like, other depending on the individual like in her case a second underlining aspect of uh like let's say adrenaline and rage because naturally like you know yeah during that the you it's proven that you could lift things and you can like do stuff like that if your adrenaline is high enough that you 100 percent shouldn't and i there's a good chance that like the adrenaline and rage and stuff like that heightens that even more which is why she was able to crush the the arm which would make sense yeah i think she i don't know how they're gonna play this out because they make like because basically the big squad now of people you're supposed to really like is akira yuri 
Shin and Madoka because mm. they're in a squad together and basically they want to survive from that. Also, after they win the team battle, they're like, I'm sorry. <laughs> He's so bad at this. I, I stopped. I, I won't say what happens. Well, I, uh, I, I now know that they win. I never said who won. Because when you win episode... Uh, you literally just started <laughs> with characters on a team and then said when they win. Listen, man. Let's just say when you watch the next episode, it gets really weird again. They go from the whole series to like very joking. It's like, okay, I don't like, I, I don't like when shows do that. Kamasuba mm-hmm. does a great job of that where it's always like hilarious. Even when they try and get serious, it's still hilarious serious. But then like Peach Boy Riverside in this is like, I, w- I wonder funny, if funny, serious, funny, they're, serious. They're specifically kind of trying to do something like that because some of the, the material that is being like put in front of you is pretty dark so they're like trying not to make it like as dark uh that would be like my core assumption with that wow also one speaking of score really quick before we end mm-hmm. uh apparently kobayashi and uh slime have the same rating right now mm-hmm. 8.43 which makes sense also yeah. <laughs> love live superstar 8.0 People love their love life. All right. Uh, That's all we got. Uh, I, next week, which we're technically recording that one today, you'll get to hear stories about... Uh, Anime Iowa. Anime Iowa. We're going to show off stuff we bought. So for the audio-only listeners, uh, if you check out YouTube channel, uh, Crossings Anime, we should actually be one of the first things that popped up. Because mm. I've looked it up on other computers that have never looked it up, and we're like the first thing that's starting to pop up now. So look up Crossings Anime on YouTube. You should see it. I think it's linked in our bio, right? On whatever you're watching it in right now. Yeah. So check that out and you get to see us beautiful faces. Yep. Uh, I hope you enjoyed. I'll see you you guys next time. Thanks for that stuff in.